0: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com
1: or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is a story that could go one of two ways. What's up? Now, if the allegations are true, it could be a case of revenge for something we don't know about. Okay. Some people, Tommy, will go to great lengths to try and make a point and feel like they've won. <laughs> mm-hmm. This could also be the case of a power trip, because we've also seen random people pretend to be important for a bunch of weird reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if the allegations are true, one thing is for sure, you would be scared out of your mind if you were receiving what these people say they received. Oh. You're hanging out in the break Monsters Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5? WCMF, a man from Penfield, is mm. in some trouble this morning. What happened? Story on News 8 tells the tale of two folks that started receiving threats in the form of emails and letters.
2: Oh. Like regular-ass letters.
1: Yes. Now, we don't know what those letters were about mm-hmm. or how specific the threats were, mm. However, according to the New York State Police, some of the letters were signed by an investigator. Like a... Police li- officer. Police officer. Yeah, this person, whoever was writing them, was police. Law posing, enforcement. Yeah, as law enforcement. Mm. <laughs> the name they gave the investigator, though, mm. uh, they were signed, Investigator Richard Harder. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take a second. Yeah. All right, if you did get it, Investigator... Dick Harder, <laughs> you were threatening people yeah. and then signing them, <laughs> Investigator Dick Harder. <laughs> Come on, man!
2: Despite the letters, was Richard head not available?
1: Despite the letters supposedly coming from an investigator, uh, mm. the victims eventually called the police. And it turns out, investigator Dick mm. Carter does not exist. What? Yeah, this is, well, he might. just Is uh, that on a force letters. anymore? I don't know. I don't know. An actual investigation <laughs> from the state police and an investigator who didn't have such a dirty name started uh, tracing IP addresses from the email. Yeah. And that led authorities to a 48-year-old man from Penfield.
2: When they got to Dick's house?
1: It was harder than you think. <laughs> the man was arrested, charged with third-degree stalking, second-degree criminal impersonation, second-degree aggravated harassment, and they uh, issued an order of protection for mm. these victims. Now, what we don't have in this story, Tommy, some important details. We don't know if this man knew the folks he allegedly wrote these letters and email to. We don't know why he would want to do this to the folks if the allegations are true. Right. And I know, Tommy, it might sound dumb to think he didn't know these people facing these allegations. Right. But Kimmy, you know, mm. we have seen in this area in the past, yeah. People pretend to be law enforcement authorities yeah. and oh, yeah. harass poses, random people.
3: Yeah, poses. You but know, they were or like a police officer. Yeah. Or...
1: But they were they were out and about
2: sometimes. Yeah. I remember that one guy in a bathrobe was an FBI agent supposedly. Oh, he walked up
1: right. to those kids that were in out a bathrobe. Yeah, in a bathrobe. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, it was uh, it was actually investigated to Carter in a <laughs> bathrobe, <laughs> which made everything a lot more awkward. Yes.
3: Yeah, and I guess um, I I. Can kind of wrap my head around doing that in person because maybe you you could see people and you feel like you gained like some sort of respect that you didn't have before. Okay, or power, power, like that that feeling of you know saying you're somebody that you're not. I don't. I guess I don't get what you get out of a, a random email or letter because you don't see these people's reactions to it. You're right. You don't Good know, point. like, yeah, I I don't know, like, what satisfaction there is in doing that.
1: You're right. So if we're gonna like speculate and try and use logic here, mm. it would make sense that if the allegations are true, he knew these people, and yeah. there was this was some kind of revenge or something yeah. happened, whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, we're never gonna know, probably. No. Right? But if he did know these people and the allegations are true, mm. there is one thing in this story. That proves something everyone listening needs to hear. What are you thinking? You don't know the law enough to pass as a cop. Mm, True. Most people think they do. Mm. Tommy, you think you understand how every law in the state of New York (laughs) works. Mm -hmm. And then you talk it through and we find out you're not even close.
3: The amount of calls whenever we have questions of things. I'm not a cop, but... But... I'm not a lawyer, but...
1: Tommy, you also think you could talk like a cop. Yeah, I think so. That's your talking like a cop? That's right, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> And when people feel they've been wrong, they always believe the police would side with them if someone called 911. Yeah. Yet this story, once again, proves, based on the suspicions of the two suspects, that this guy didn't know enough where these people automatically assumed it was real investigator Dick Harder (laughs) writing them (laughs) letters and emails. Both of them, it seems, went to the cops when they got a letter from a supposed cop. So how stupid was that letter Mm -hmm. where they were well aware that this was not, in fact, law enforcement writing them right away?
2: Right. And it just goes to show, when I hear this story, mm-hmm. just how dumb men are compared to women. Well, could you uh, go on? Because you only hear men doing this.
3: Like the weird scams you like never, that?
2: Well, you never see a woman claiming to be a cop and walking around You're doing right. crap like this. Every one of these stories has been some weird dude. You're right. And there's weird women out there. I don't know what they do. Maybe they just <laughs> bake. but. Maybe- Maybe they <laughs> bake weird crap and eat it themselves. Like she's got a whole like shelf of like penis cookies that she enjoys or something. What's so, wrong what? with you? I
3: don't but know. like that, maybe, that's maybe that's how they take up.
2: Maybe that's a weird. one. But guys take it to the streets.
3: I mean, we've seen women
2: <laughs> like the do, do, do similar scams,
3: but they're always getting something out of it. Whereas I don't really know what you're getting out of this. It's a, it's
2: a for men. Yeah, it's a power trip. It has yeah. to be like some kind of power trip. Right. I'm in a th- like they have nothing going on in their lives. So they had to be some kind of like fake authority yeah. over
1: people. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. And what's even strange about that? If a woman posed as a police officer, everyone would believe her,
3: right? Yes, yeah, you're not going to question
1: that exactly because yeah, women don't act don't like want- that.
3: Well, yeah, and you don't want to offend a woman by saying, you're not a police officer, right. in case she really is. Yeah, no, you know? you're not
1: wrong. 252 WCMF, we're talking about this story. A man from Penfield has been arrested after police say he wrote letters and emails to two people. We don't know what uh, the threats were involved with the letters and the emails. However, some of the letters were signed as a law enforcement official, investigator Richard Harder. <laughs> Dick Harder. Like, I get to your point. Like, you can't even... Hold it together no. when you're trying to threaten <laughs> yeah. somebody. Yeah. Oh, no. hold oh, oh, yeah, this is a good one. I got it. I got it. I got it. Investigator Richard <laughs> Harder.
3: Is it like, I mean, you know when you were a kid and you'd make like a prank phone call? Yes. Is, is that kind of the satisfaction you're getting of out of maybe. it? Kind of, maybe. But you could have just made a prank phone
1: call. Right. Well, I don't. Yeah, it's like. Well, I mean, if I that's what know. you're going for, why yeah. would you not just make a prank phone call? I also love that he's at exactly the age where he didn't realize they could trace his IP yes. address yep. if he's guilty.
2: What's the age? Fifty. Forty-eight. Forty. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Because mm. like, if you're forty or under, you understand that anything you send across the internet can be traced back to you, mm. and even ways of trying to shield it aren't always guaranteed. Right.
3: They, if They wanted to look into it. They could.
1: Exactly. Like you know, this guy probably cover if he's guilty, covering his tracks, sending the letters from like different spots mm. so they couldn't trace it back to one man. It's email. I'll just create a fake one and they'll never go, oh, no. Which leads us to the worst part of this story. Why is that? How embarrassing this arrest must have been. Oh, yeah. Because if this guy is guilty of what he's accused, he had to deal with actual cops Mm -hmm. after impersonating (laughs) a cop. Mm -hmm. And they had to have questioned him about what he's accused of doing. In that situation, what do you say? Do you have to deny it up and down? So you don't turn red with embarrassment as they read back to you?
2: They had to be laughing their asses off inside. Bro,
1: they're they're going to read the letter back. Do you back.
3: know a Richard Harder, sir?
2: Officer Richard Harder.
1: Or do you just admit what you did and then shut up, mm-hmm. hoping they cut you loose and they just give you a court date?
2: Yeah. I guess that would be the better way to play it. Keep your mouth shut. Well, but
1: then you're going to have to face the punishment for what you did if you're guilty.
2: Yeah, well, it sounds like you're in trouble anyway, though,
1: right? Well, I mean, you have to be convicted, yes. I mean, I don't know what the odds are. Maybe you can plea out. But, I mean, if you come clean right away, you have an admission of guilt in that room. while these police officers are howling with laughter. (laughs) Because, like, again, going back to this idea that I know what cops sound like, Mm. I know what cops say, I can impersonate a cop. It would be like talking, cutting down trees with a lumberjack. It would be like discussing driving a truck with a long-haul trucker and you have no experience in any of this. Like, you'd be in a room with someone who does this for a living, and you thought you were so smart, you could pass yourself off as one of them with absolutely zero experience. (laughs) It makes you look like such an idiot. Yes. And then just to put a cherry on that Sunday, you signed it, Officer Dick Harder. Oh, God. It is pretty amazing that these folks called the authorities despite getting a letter from what was signed by an authority. Yeah. Because even if the letter was strange, I wouldn't want to question it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would go, I mean, unless it was super, like, horribly threatening. I just think I would laugh, especially when I see that name. I don't necessarily just think it's a joke, like spam or something.
1: But that, that it sounds, came in a letter. Like if this was yeah, an like a handwritten written- letter. Yeah. Now, No, we don't know which one was which, but it said one of the uh, some of the letters were signed investigator Richard Harder. Right.
2: But if I got like that letter in the mail, yeah. I don't know what I would do because like I'd have to appreciate the effort. I wouldn't be threatened by it, I guess, unless it was like really horrible. Well, it
1: could. I mean, I mean I don't, could. We don't it could know what it yeah, said.
2: We don't know can. what
3: information that he was seeking in these I letters. would also feel stupid taking it to the cops.
2: Hey, I got this in the mail from a Dick well, but Harder, I think because
3: there are so many scams now, it w- you shouldn't feel ashamed like checking in on it, making sure like like that's not my fear. Th- okay,
2: if I go down to the, say I go down to the police department, yeah, and I, go, hey, I got this thing from Dick Carter, and all of a sudden the guy behind his desk, go, hey Dick, Dick, and here comes Dick Carter.
3: <laughs> all right, like, what are the odds? I look now, I fair. look
2: stupid holding. <laughs> Officer Harder's <laughs> legitimate I note. just thought
3: it was a funny name, yeah. so I wanted to make sure. Yeah, what
2: do you want? What's so funny about my name? And he's like, he's got his nightstick in his hand, tapping it. In, you
1: know. <laughs> it's weird he's an investigator still carrying around a nightstick. Yeah, well, he's
2: old school. No, Dick.
1: But you also brought up the other <laughs> fatal flaw in these allegations. Mm. You know, if they're true, if you get a letter from law enforcement... You're going to contact law enforcement, even yes. if you think it's legitimate. Yeah. And it would
2: have like official letterhead, you know, I mean, it would have something legitimate to it. could it. have had that. Right. I mean, there's ways to- Like a business form letter. There's
1: way to, ways to mock that up easy. True. But like, if you send me a letter from a police officer, mm. if I'm that concerned about it, I'm going to call the authorities to say, hey, wait a minute, what did I do wrong? Right, here? yeah. In which mm. case they're going to tell me, no, that's not true. And now we have an investigation starting because mm. at minimum, even without the threats, you have someone impersonating a police officer sending people letters.
2: And I'm guessing if, if I got that letter from fake Officer Dick Harder, because yeah. he thought that was funny, there's got to be a little comedy in that letter. You think so? Well, when it just based on the fact that he went with Officer yeah. Richard Harder, tells me there's got to be some other elements. <laughs> like
3: he st- tried to sneak some other stuff yes, in there? Yes,
1: yes. I don't know, man. If the best light you got is that at the end, I'm guessing there's nothing that's funny in that. Oh,
2: line. I'm just saying juvenile. Okay. I was just saying you yeah. know, just More juvenile humor. Okay. Which I am a fan of.
1: No, I get it. I heard you laugh hilariously when I told you the investigator's name was Richard Hart.
0: Yeah, how could you not? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.